KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. Universal time, two hours, six minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory, Master Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. How many kinds? Where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the It is April 14th, 2022, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. we got a full show coming today because we missed some time on spring break, so hang in there. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the butt. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey... Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse over there. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing. I'm really hoping this new allergy uh, allergy drops or whatever that I'm taking is going to be helping because I'm really stopped up. This uh, uh, the Las Vegas allergy mix. Las Vegas allergy remedy that is in a a bottle that looks like someone printed it in their basement, but. Hey, but um, you got it at Sprouts. Yeah, I got it at Sprouts. You know what? To be honest with you, it sounds like something that would work. It's like if it's Hopefully. like region specific to like that. <laughs> I can hear you over there. <laughs> yeah, if it's region specific to to like what you know troubles people out here, it seems like it would work. So best wishes on that. But I'm on like a um, was it a 15 drop remedy? 15 drops. Seems a little, like a little excessive, right? They could have it's a lot of concentrated counting. that a little bit. It's a lot of counting to do, but <laughs> I'm willing to give it a try if it makes my eyes stop being so itchy. And Oh, God. I've never taken out my contacts so much ever in my life as living here because it's just like in your face with allergies. But what is going on else today, Mr. Jesse? We had a nice little spring break up here. It got warm. We, des- we redesigned the bathroom, the guest bathroom. We had a 
gathering at the house. We've been doing events, going out and doing some things. We took a little break, didn't we? We, we did. We, we need a little time to just relax for a little bit. Once the time changed and um, we, we had like a little early spring break. Once the time changed, it was nice just to uh, have just a little bit of relaxation and enjoy some of that sunshine. And sunshine there is. Sunshine there is. <laughs> and um, since the sunshine is shining so much more, um, this climate change is being blamed for all this pollen we're having, Mr. Jesse. I what do you think about that? that? I heard people that are suffering from allergies, like from like pollen, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be worse because of global warming. So, so well, I mean, is it really? Or I mean, like, do you th- I mean, do you think that's really true? Or is it just certain things are being pollinated here now at this time? Like, is it is it because think... it's staying warm longer, so it just gives plants longer to grow? I guess that does make sense if there's more sunlight. Yeah, I think there's, it's kind of a delicate stays warmer longer. What's warmer if, you know, what's not getting watered that, you know, if it, if it rains, you know, pollens aren't so much in the air. If, now, if it doesn't rain, it stays in the air. It, it makes sense to me. Now, this stuff is like, like it includes, I guess, like different kinds of mold, cedar, juniper, mulberry, olivander, I don't even know, olive, mold, all kinds of, I'm just drinking mold, I guess, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, whatever. We'll see what happens with that. Well, hopefully this helps um, because, yeah, there's got to be other people out there. And it was sold out, right? The lady knew exactly what we wanted. Yeah. And she's like, oh, man, I'm glad you got here. It's the last one. We can't keep it in stock. Yeah, she said it came in like two days ago, and, it was, and that was literally the last bottle you got. Mm, well. And somebody told my brother about right? this, you know, Las Vegas. Word of mouth. So hopefully it works. Who is not sponsoring this not sponsored. Uh, podcast, we might add. This is not um, sponsored whatsoever. Yes, yeah, so it's it seems kind of... Promising, hopefully. And I've read some of the few reviews that are online. It all sound really good. And something else that we're got, about to be checking out pretty soon is this bed jet we got because it's getting summertime. Um, tell everybody about the bed jet, Mr. Jesse, because you are the bed jet expert right now. <laughs> so if you're one of those people like uh, Dr. Whoever is that suffers from heat sweats in the middle of oh, the night. So hot. Got and, the vapors. You know, I don't care, you know, going through menopause. I don't care how low the air conditioning is or how many fans you got going. You are still sweating <laughs> and storming out in <laughs> tantrums in the middle of the night because it's so hot. The Bed Jet 3 may be your yes. solution. You know, so, let's, uh, let's play a little infomercial because right, I haven't even really it. researched it. With BedJet's patented air-driven technology, you can cool down or warm up on either side of the bed. 73 degrees, Look at BedJet versus a 89. technology mattress. With BedJet, you can go from hot and steamy to cool and fresh in 30 seconds. Check out the sweat test. BedJet dries over eight times more sweat than Oh, wow. Shit, look at that. Stop looking for a better mattress. Make your mattress it better. It is difficult to get on the bed, though. That's the thing. Like, we literally had to take out a drawer that's, that's built into the bed and take all the clothes out of it so that we could put the bed jet in the drawer technology, you because you don't want it just, like, sitting out there like that, like it is in this commercial, you know? Like... But, yeah, it's but it actually big. works out good now. I like it, but it's almost that drawer becomes basically unusable, unfortunately. Which is fine. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. summer. It's a summer thing. Um, but it's an interesting concept. It's very, very like interesting concept. Having an air conditioning underneath the the blanket. It just blows sheets. right in between your legs, or you could put it, you know, on the side or whatever. It's really great. It's yeah, very, so, um, very nice. It it goes down to as low as sixty eight degrees. Um, and if you live somewhere where it snows or it's cold, it also heats up to one hundred and eight. 
which is like a like you got your blanket fresh out the dryer. Yes! <laughs> we will be testing that out tonight and letting you know how it goes. <laughs> uh, well, another wonderful news, we kind of touched on it before. They did kind of decide to pass, to keep the time change, right? They passed the law and it's pretty much going to be changing in a year or two that we keep it like this, right? We only change one more time and then we stay. Did it, did it pass the house? I think it did. I said, yes, yeah, Senate passes bill to make daylight savings time permanent in 2023. Yeah, but did the house pass it? Oh, well, we know they probably will, but it just hasn't been done yet. So yeah, I'm gonna send you this so you have it. I forgot you no, didn't no, have no. the data. Um, I, I followed the story. If so I send you the whole it, board, it passed. I think unanimously through the Senate to keep time change how it is. So we're not going back and forth. Yep. With. The Senate on seems, Tuesday it, unanimously approved a bill that would make daylight savings time permanent beginning November 2023. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a little bit older. Because there's I'm, more. I'm okay. getting yeah. The House is slow to pass the permanent daylight savings time report says. So we're still waiting. As you guys know, I'm on, or if you don't know that, you know, a bill can pass through the Senate or it can pass through the House. Who has to do it first or does it um, matter? You know, usually it goes from the House, but it can go either way. Huh. Um, or if a bill, you know, gets changed that came from the House to the Senate, it, it, if it changes in the Senate, it has to go back to the House for, for the, the amendments. Oh, to like change it. it. Yeah, and when they when they say that, they send it back to the House yeah. to like make it different so they can maybe approve it next time. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Well, we'll keep up on to that, but are you ready for the new, new news? Let's go. All right, let's get into the new, new news that you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Hey, everybody, come on in. Tell me, what's the news? Well, there is some good news for a lot of people in New York City. The uh, the shooter of the subway actually called police and turned himself in. Apparently, um, is what the it turns like uh, it turns out to be right. I mean, at first people weren't sure how it happened. Like a 17 year old on a high school field trip uh, actually took a picture of him in the area and I guess sent it to Twitter or posted it somewhere, and then police pretty much were around that area but this man frank james i guess he called crime stoppers just on himself and said hey i'm here um come get me but um if you don't know the story we're talking about this happened it was yesterday right yeah it was yesterday yeah it was yesterday so that was the 13th of april um a man had gas mask reflective gear guns fireworks all kinds of stuff on a uh brooklyn subway i think it was the r or the n i can't remember now but um he just kind of terrorized people luckily no one died as far as i know no one is is dead but there were quite a few people injured i, I think even oh. including some children so um you want to hear the news story of the update yeah yeah all right let's play this news update from fox 7 alleged brooklyn subway shooter frank james making his first court appearance several blocks from the site of tuesday's mass shooting at the 30 30- Sunset Park. The 62-year-old will be held in permanent detention pending his upcoming trial. 
James faces one count of committing a terrorist or violent attack against a mass transportation system. Prosecutors say the suspect's actions present a severe and ongoing threat to the community. If convicted, James could spend the rest of his life behind bars. His defense attorney confirmed reports that James turned himself in to police and she requested he get a fair trial. He called Crime Stoppers to help. He told them where he was. Oh, please. Initial press so and police reports in cases like this one are often inaccurate. Oh, my God. The manhunt for James was extensive, lasting nearly 30 hours, spanning across She's trying to say it wasn't states. him. Law enforcement officials executed I mean, I a search warrant at a storage unit and residence associated I mean, with the gunman in Philadelphia. Clearly, uh, clearly him. James ended quickly. Wednesday in Manhattan's and I, and I think there was neighborhood. Like, uh, Prior to this week's attack, James had... how aggressive they were looking for the person that committed those crimes. Because if he felt the need to turn himself in, um, that's just proof of uh, how effective the press was out oh there. yeah let's see if did you see any of his like crazy youtube rants yeah see if i, I can find one all the crazy too much let's see uh, let's see if i can find anything anything him like ranting this is people having to run away from the subway often posted profane disturbing content on youtube and social media recent rants included criticism of mayor adams and efforts to reduce homelessness and crime cbs 2's tony aiello continues our coverage and they keep mentioning the potential a World War Three. Well, no, we're already in World War Three. Brooklyn subway attack suspect Frank James had a lot to say about the state of the world, and he shared it almost daily on YouTube. Hundreds of rants. All right, well, that's enough from that, but we'll keep it updated day. if anything oh, else changes. People, Hispanic. So alive. But, uh, you know, just a couple weeks ago i don't even think it was a few weeks ago wasn't there someone going around new york city and dc like murdering homeless people i didn't, I didn't hear that story. you barely you probably don't even remember that yeah it's like it, it was recently it was like a big deal it was all over the news that's what i mean like stuff just happens so quickly you know you move on to the next thing i feel like just a couple of days ago we were talking about that parade where the little kids got run over you know what i mean yeah, yeah there's exactly. always something going on um, well, in, in, other, in other news right now, the massive uh, ship was sunk. One of the massive Russian ships was sunk. Um, I don't, I'm just not, I'm not totally into, like, war. You know some people are very into, like, war and history and stuff. Like, mm. I've never been one of those people. So, like, you know, I don't know what any of these ships are called and stuff. But um, I find this stuff fascinating. And it's, it's interesting to keep up with it now in today's time because they are using a lot of this, like, antique right antique mm -hmm. like gear antique equipment like all this stuff but um looks like today a russian ship one of the ones that was used in heavy coordination apparently this was one of the ships that um coordinated how other ships move around was sunk by the uh was sunk by the ukrainians yeah, you know what i think is so impressive about the story is that you know ukraine isn't very militarized and for them to take out such a you know, an integral part of um, the, the the Russian defense and, you know, operations, what they're trying to do in Ukraine is, is huge. And I think um, someone reported that this, um, the ship that went we down, had brand new video $600 turn. million dollars it cost to build this. this we had brand oh new God, video. Sorry. And yeah, yeah. And for, you know, Ukraine to be able to take it out is, is it's not, it's not a small feat. So I think, um, Russia is, is really facing a lot of blows that people just didn't expect them to face when it comes to 
what Ukraine has been able to do. And and this is another huge, you know, black eye for, you know, the Russian government and their military for how things are going in that region. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, do you want to hear the little story that started to play twice? <laughs> yeah, yeah it just would not. This computer would not cooperate for me for a second. But let's see if it wants to cooperate now. Ukrainians say ablaze in the port city of Berjansk. Now, this is a city that has been under control by Russian troops. This is a fire at the dockyard. The Ukrainians say aboard a Russian landing ship, a vessel that's been in port for some time, a ship that can deliver all kinds of supplies to the ground. A huge fire you can see there. Also some secondary explosions. There's a big oil tank nearby, we are told, also uh, some munitions depots perhaps exploding as well. Again, Ukrainians say this was a Ukrainian action against this Russian ship in port. I'm joined now by CNN military analyst Cedric Layton, a retired Air Force colonel and a former member of the Pentagon Joint Staff. Uh, colonel, you look at this video and you hear what the Ukrainians say. They have destroyed a Russian vessel in an area more or less under control by the Russians. Yeah, that's a big deal. Well, there John. you go. I mean, this, it, it uh, does seem like that's a big deal. Um, any any progress, any progress is progress, and they're going to need it because the Russians seem like they're coming in from all directions now, and any disruption is going to help them. I think they brought in like some new general that's going to be running everything that they call like the what are they what is it, like the destroyer of Syria or you've probably heard this like I don't know some crazy nickname the butcher of Syria. There we go. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, in other news, let's move on to some other news. And just because just because one thing is crashing, something else might be rising. And that's uh, mortgage rates. Mortgage rates are on the rise, unfortunately. Uh, everybody knew this was going to happen. But for the first time in a couple years now, it's like uh, 5% for a home, which is, you know, that'll slow down the home market a little bit and maybe help help not create any kind of real estate bubbles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I we think, shall see I think they, they were very... Um slow to, to raise interest rates because, you know, the economy was kind of struggling. But now that, you know, the economy is strong, even though I know we're seeing high inflation and, you know, gas prices are still high, the economy as a whole is, is doing better than it has well, in, I don't know, yeah. how long. We were just talking about the and, Starbucks drive through line. It's like, yeah, packed, and, you know. I mean, we are facing, you know, some, some supply chain issues, which has, you know, prices of, of things going up and we're seeing, you know, rent prices going up and, and things of that nature, but the economy in general is doing so well that the interest interest rate has been pushed up by the feds to close to five percent now, which is is going to slow the you know, the home buying process down a little bit because prior to the increase in the interest rate, people were just you know it was too good to pass up to buy a home mm-hmm. with you know being able to get an interest rate at two point five, which is pretty unheard of unless you have like a really amazing credit. Um, so hopefully this. This stabilizes the housing, you know, market. So there's no bubbles like we saw in 2008. But I, from what everybody's saying is that the the housing market's going perfectly fine. There's no bubbles. Um, so hopefully this stabilizes the market a little bit and gives uh, some other people some opportunity to buy a home that are looking for uh, their forever home in places to call. The opportunities are a knocking out here in places like Las Vegas, Florida, the places that people didn't really think of before of moving to. You can move to those places now because you can work from home. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you wanna let's uh, let's let's uh, skip through the rest of the news. How about that? All right, let's go. 
it happened on one of them zippity doodah days. Now that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. Zippity doodah, zippity My oh my. What a wonderful day. Well, what a wonderful day. Amazon announces today that they are adding a fuel and inflation surcharge to your bill. So this just happened yesterday, April 13th. Amazon announced it will be adding the 5% fuel and inflation surcharge for sellers, but that'll come back to you somehow. The e-commerce company said the additional fee will begin April 28th and that the move is a first in its history. In a statement, the company said that the charge is a result in the worsening inflation that has only increased in recent months. So um, we'll see what's going to go on with that, I guess, Jesse. But um, you want to take on the next story? Yeah, well, let's keep it in, in tune with uh, with Amazon. So Amazon workers on Staten Island vote to unionize. Um, it was a union organizing campaign that few expected to have a chance, and a handful of employees in Amazon's massive warehouse on Staten Island operating without support from national labor organizations took one of the most powerful companies in the world on, and they have union rights now, which is really great. So it's gonna, it's gonna Very help, nice. Um, any kind of issues that they're going through with, like, you know, bathroom breaks. I think you've heard people complain oh, yeah. about not being able to take a bathroom breaks and stuff like it's that. Ridiculous. So and get competitive pay. So good for them. Yeah, good for them. Good job, Amazon workers. Bad job, Amazon. Um, let's 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 keep the let's keep the good positivity up. Yes. And we're staying in the retail land. The other big retail giant, Walmart, they're offering new truck drivers up to a hundred and ten thousand dollars starting salary. Where do I Starting. sign? I know, right? I've seen some of these trucks. They are nice. But, hey, we'll see what happens with that because people need to get stuff from point A to point A, point B. Um, Walmart workers are once unloading trucks and now have a chance to drive them. So what they're doing is they're going to, like, move people that are already within Walmart that were maybe unloading and stocking, right, driving a forklift. Hey, you want to make more money? Do you want to you make $95,000? Between ninety five dollars and 110000 um, the retailer said that 87000 had been the average that new truck drivers could make their first year. So, I mean, that's like $25,000 more right there. Jeez, that's a huge pay increase. Uh, I might have to change my line of business no, right, right? I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you take the next story, and then we'll play the video that goes along with it. <laughs> uh, so, speaking about uh, uh, people that uh, have a lot going on in their lives, Britney Spears gives a glimpse of her small belly after her current pregnancy announcement uh says so everybody i'm sure has followed the story that britney spears is, was emancipated from uh, her father conservatory so now britney spears has announced shortly after getting that conservatory drop that she is pregnant with uh, her fiance and just in case you're wondering britney spears is 40 years old right now get it girl <laughs> who's this husband britney spears is pregnant the singer reveals on Instagram that she's expecting her first child with fiance Sam Ascari. Britney oh, says Sam in the post that she started gaining weight following a recent trip to Maui. She writes, quote, So I got a pregnancy test and, uh, well, I am having a baby. This is Britney's third child. She has two teenage sons with ex-Kevin Federline. In her post revealing the news, Britney says she plans to take time away from the spotlight, writing, quote, She I should. Take a break. going out as much due to the paps getting their money shot of me. Britney says she experienced perinatal depression in past pregnancies, adding that, quote, Women didn't talk about it back then. 
Brittany continues, quote, Some people considered it dangerous if a woman complained like that with a baby inside her. But now women talk about it every day. The singer says this time around she will be doing yoga every day and spreading lots of love and joy. Congratulations to Brittany and Sam. Well, congratulations, Brittany Spears. <laughs> All right, let's take a little break and we'll come back and we'll get into something else. How about that, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. All right, Mr. Jesse, how about we get into some world and politics news? Because there is a lot to discuss, all right? There is a lot going on. (laughs) So much. Season, Mr. Jesse. Um, <laughs> ka-ching for the government. Uh, did we did we do my taxes? Did any did anybody do my taxes for me? No, we totally forgot. I know you did my taxes. <laughs> yeah, they were done the first week. You could do your taxes. Okay, good. And I, I know you stay on top of those things that I don't like to. I don't. I just don't want to. I don't like to do it. It's like it's like flushing money down the toilet. Don't like it, Jesse. It's don't. not flushing, but that's actually the time where you actually get money back. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So that's, that's, that's the time you you do want to bug Uncle Sam. Give me my money back. That's true. Give me my money. Give, Give my, my money, money, Biden. Damn. All right. Well, um, let's get into some deep stuff. You know, we have to pay our taxes here so we can fund our military. And at times like this, it gives us the opportunity to appreciate said military and you know maybe not complain about paying our taxes as much as we you know sometimes normally do when things are just going going swimmingly (laughs) but things are just not really going swimmingly right now um in other countries as well finland sweden for some examples and these countries are real close to being in nato is that accurate mr mr jesse uh mr political expert jesse i mean to keep in mind that when you when you say that finland and sweden are going to join NATO, that that sentence for people that you know know anything about the two countries kind of takes you aback because they're they're known for their history of neutrality and you know mm-hmm. and just not you know choosing sides. So the fact that even Finland and, and Sweden are considering joining NATO shows a changing of the time. And so for for those of you that don't know, the, they share borders with with Russia and everything that the is western just, border, right? Yeah, the western border. Every, everything that has taken place with Ukraine, everybody just thought, you know, Russia's never going to invade Ukraine. They, it would just never happen. Um, and what we've seen now with them invading Ukraine, that these other neighboring countries are like, hold on. Like, maybe we need to, to join NATO so 
we have, you know, Western alliances like the United States that mm-hmm. will have our back if, you know, they, Russia decides to, you know, target us next. And so we're seeing that both the countries, the, both their prime ministers have really done the work and, you know, the, the polling in the countries are, are very favorable for them to join NATO. Um, but it doesn't come with, you know, some repercussions from Russia warning that if they do decide to, to, to join NATO, that there's going to be some swift repercussions. That's uh, earlier. It yeah. says earlier this month, the Kremlin warned Finland and Sweden against joining the alliance, saying Moscow would have to, quote, rebalance the situation with its own measures if they do so. But, I mean, how far do those threats really go? Because ultimately, what can you do? The more countries that band together, does that make NATO weaker? Because then more countries would have to go along? Or does that make NATO stronger? I guess that's the ultimate question. The more countries that join actually would make NATO stronger because, you know, they move in unison. Um, But the thing is that... When, when you're, you know, Sweden or Finland right now and, and you're like, well, we're going to do this if, if you join NATO, then you just look at Ukraine and Ukraine was in that position to where, you know, they were trying to get in NATO, but, you know, and they probably wish they would have mm-hmm. because now you would have had all these other countries that have your back. But do you have to be invited? They can't just be like, hey, guys so, over here, NATO, yeah, I mean, we like to be in NATO, bunch, please. There's a bunch of requirements and one of the biggest issues you know, in Ukraine was there's a lot of corruption mm-hmm. in, the, in the country. But Finland and um, Sweden are more on board. Yeah, they're they're more on above track board. To, I guess is the word. You know, they're more on track. They they've they have democracies. Things run pretty smoothly. There isn't as much corruption going on in in those countries. You want to hear um, from the PM? Yeah, let's hear from the prime minister. She speaks very good English, just like all those people do. Just makes us seem so stupid. Of course, there sometimes. are many kind of risks uh, involved. Uh, also, to the period when we are one when we are thinking what kind of choices we should make. Of course, there are many risks, uh, and we have to be prepared like for all jacket. kind of mm-hmm. actions uh, from ass. Russia. And actually, when we have given the papers to the Finnish parliament, we also analyzed these risks, uh, hyper threats, uh, cyber attacks, uh, different kind of uh, influencing from Russia's side. And we are prepared different kinds of um, meaning, mean, meanlessness uh, that would come from the Russia side, but we, I also think that that we have to make the decisions by ourselves, not uh, to have fear influence our choices. But there are different perspectives uh, to apply uh, NATO membership or not to apply, and we have to analyze all of this very carefully, as Magdalena said, and we will have the discussions within the Finnish parliament upcoming weeks. But I think our process will, will be quite uh, fast. It will happen in weeks, as I mentioned. So they want to move forward. Like, they're not playing around. Like, they're talking weeks, right? Yeah, and so just so people have an idea of, like, what it actually means to become a member of of NATO. So as a new member, you must uphold democracy, including tolerant diversity. A second requirement for joining NATO is new members must be making progress towards a market economy. Third is their military What's a market economy for people that... People like me that don't might not. Aren't know what you that an is. econ major? What do you mean? Okay, People you know, I'm like just. You. I know what it means. It's, so tell us. It's for the listener. A market economy is like we have. It's where you participate in the market. If like I want to open up my own business, I can participate, and we are publicly traded, and you can buy shares of different businesses and bonds, and that's a market economy where the public can participate and is encouraged to participate for the good, and it goes into housing and how we 
we put our money in the bank and that grows interest and that interest is loaned out for other people oh, to buy homes. Yeah, and there you I go. know what it means. Okay, Please. So, I, feel so like I don't know. Where's my, let's where my let's, ka-ching let's button? Let's get back to the other two on the list just to get back to the requirements for NATO membership is third would be in a commitment to a peaceful resolution of conflict, which is important. They don't want people jumping into wars because they're backed by NATO. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they have to be someone that they can trust that. Are, That's what are I was saying earlier. Does it make it? Does it make it conflicts? Weaker. Yeah. And okay. the and the fourth one is the ability and willingness to make a military contribution to NATO operations. I heard that is, Finland has an amazing military today. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I, I did not know that. Apparently, they have underground go karts, swimming pools, all this kind of stuff, where people could just like have a under Helsinki, basically just like a whole city underneath Helsinki. Fascinating. Hopefully, we don't have to use them, but fascinating all the same. Yeah, I think a lot of that is all fascinating came through the world wars. There's oh, yeah. a whole underground system. All this I think I believe Sweden has the same thing in the mountains. Like, all this stuff is so just ancient. All these tanks rolling through, just and everything just looks so old and ancient. It's crazy. But, I mean, there, it's been a long time since there, there wasn't stability in Europe, and it's I think 63 years or 60 something years since World War II. And throughout that time, Europe has has not seen war. So this is, you know, this is nerve-wracking to oh, yeah. so many people that have lived uh, without seeing war in their lifetime and now, you know, it's right at their front their front door. Yeah. Well, moving from that to this, do you want to see something funny? Sure. All right. I think you told me about this, but um, I want to see if I, I can find I it myself. Let's see where is it? Here it is. It's from TMZ. President Joe Biden got crapped on. He was in Menlo, Iowa, and he was giving a speech. He's talking about, you know, the infrastructure and inflation. To build a future that's made in America. And as he's speaking, bird poop right on his suit. Oh, no. What has to do with this industry? He saw it, but he just like, he looks at it out of the corner of his eye. What kind at of least bird? it wasn't. I, can, can you identify what sort of bird from the poop? Well, I, I typically think of pigeons, but I uh, honestly, I'll, I know I'll confess my ignorance. I don't think there are pigeons in Iowa. <laughs> it's so funny because like, have you ever seen those like that Facebook group? It's called like Birds Aren't Real. It's like a YouTube movement mm-hmm. of people that claim that birds are really robots or whatever. So uh, maybe uh, maybe that was Trump. Trump, Trump got him. Trump got him with it. <laughs> he got a missile, a bird missile come in. Uh, I got some other fun Biden news. Um, watch this guy get arrested for pulling off one of those stickers at the gas pump. So this guy, he tried to pull off one of those like anti-Biden stickers. <laughs> He's just like screaming. Can you hear him? Oh, he was posting the anti-Biden stickers. Yeah, he was posting. Oh, sorry. Yeah, posting, posting. Yeah, that's uh, structural property. I smashed my head. Let's land me in here. Let's be some long man. What is he? Let's see some blood, man. That's what he's saying. Let's see some blood, man. Smash my head in there. It's this old white guy. How did you bash my head? Go ahead, bash my head. Wow. So that is a man named Thomas, who apparently became so irate and combative after a sticker <laughs> that he put on a gas pump 
uh, was attempted to be removed. Oh, okay. So he put the, the sticker on, and he and then somebody tried to take it off. Okay. To be bashing his head in at the end. It didn't seem like they did that. Thankfully, we got over uh, on a gas pump. He does not own. <laughs> that was a good one. Well, moving for, from that, Jesse, um, we might not have to worry about that kind of stuff too much longer because they're going to start requiring new cars to have. 40 miles per gallon or more, right? Good. They need to. It's about time. I mean, it's been something that, the, you know, the auto industry could could have done for a long time. And it's always been, you know, big oil that have, you know, had the lobbyists. Keeping know, the trains down, from, no trains. Yeah, you know. I think there's some trucks that get like 8 to 10 miles per gallon, <laughs> which is absolutely ridiculous. I used to, when I was in high school, I drove a 1998 Ford Explorer. And I swear to God... Like gas was a dollar ninety something back then, but you could put in five dollars and it wouldn't even last you for like a day. Yeah, I mean it, it's absolutely crazy when we have this technology, and you know we're always talking about you know removing our dependence on, save on the foreign planet. countries. It would also yeah, obviously save the planet. But I'm talking about like our our military protection. I just, just like to play this song. You love that song. <laughs> yeah, but if we have the technology, why not implement it? So, so we're not wasting all of our money and resources at the gas pump just to drive to, to Walmart. Let's do it. It's time. Well, new vehicles must have an average of 40 miles per gallon or better by 2026 to meet the new U.S. standards. This uh, was signed in by, I guess, the wonderful LGBTQ+, Pete Buttigieg. And um, his growing clean energy economy. So, yeah. congratulations to the gays doing some good in the hood. Yeah, but I think a lot of it um, where credit needs to be given also is California. That's so true. California has been very progressive in cash for and, clunkers. No, not just that, All but that. they're the ones you know, you know, creating these emission standards and you know how many miles per gallon the, their vehicles are going to be allowed in California. So if you're going to sell a car in California, you need to meet certain regulations. Mm -hmm. So instead of making just one car for California, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it literally transformed the whole you know market because you can't not sell to California. It's the, you know one of the biggest economies in the world if it was its own country. You know who else is having to do that right now? These little guys. Apple. Because there's a law going into effect in Europe now where it's like you can't change or you have to have a standard for for plugins. Mm -hmm. So Apple's not just going to make one cord for Europe. They're going to make them from everybody, and they're going to be these uh, this C one. You know, this right here. This is the adapter yeah, adapter yeah, for AC. Lie. I I love me some Apple products. I like this one. All I, these, I like this. One. All these damn cords. I have three. Right. It's I ridiculous. have one co cord for my Apple. Watch, Apple. One cord for my iPhone. One cord for my iPod. Ridiculous. I mean my. Uh, my AirPods, one cord for the new iPad that just came out. It's just like, I'm not going to carry all these cords everywhere. But the new iPad one is going to be the new one yeah, going well, forward, hopefully, they yeah. say. We'll see what happens. You know, I don't know if you can trust them. Can you trust them, Jesse? I just do not know. Have you heard this story that uh, comes up from the next article? I feel like it's just kind of interesting, and I wonder if you believe it. Uh, let's discuss that here in a second. We'll be right back. K-B-U-T, The Butt, New Las Vegas Radio, this is the Doctor Whoever Project, stand by 
Well, this uh, this next article I've seen so many places, Jesse. So many places. Um, Facebook, the actual real news. You know, you people doing YouTube stories about it. The headline is Fox viewers transformed after watching CNN for thirty days. Uh, we'll I'm, see. I'm not reading that article. No one knows what does the fox say? So, do you believe this? Do you think this is true? I mean, and can it, it, it? I guess it could happen. I mean, it, it warrants some kind of further investigation because I, I think it does make sense that if you're giving another source of, of information, that you start it starts becoming more believable, and you're. I, and I think it becomes the same if even if you're watching, you know, CNN, and then you start watching Fox News. You there's a few things you might start to agree with. I was about to say that. Time. That's exactly what I was about to say. Um, if you sometimes I'll watch Fox and I'll hear something and I'm like, oh, I, I see that. I can see that side. I can see that opinion. I can I can see that feeling or whatever. You know? Yeah, I, I totally um, and get so that. So apparently the groups were paid fifteen dollars per hour to watch seven hours of CNN per week during September 2020. And apparently we're paying they, them to do that now yeah, with a so, CNN plus. <laughs> so, so apparently uh, they ch- few of them changed their preferences on COVID-19 and their evaluations of then President Donald Trump. Well, nice. Good job. Who did this study? This is the, the article is in the independent, but I'm not sure who even did this study. That's what I was trying to look for, too. Was so it pew, 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 pew research? <laughs> I don't see, I don't see um, either. I'm sure it's study. in here. It's and probably some university or something. Yeah, but that's important to get that information to see like who actually did this study and like what kind of study analysis they did. I would like to know. It says here uh, on Mr. Trump, nearly there was nearly three points decrease in feeling thermometer rating after switching from Fox to CNN. On then presidential candidate Mr. Biden, switchers were 13 points less likely to agree that. We'll see many more police get shot by Black Lives Matter activists. Well, they really got deep into this if he's elected. They ask him like very specific questions. Who is this though? Hmm. I don't know, Mr. Jesse. Maybe we'll have to come back and find. Unless it was the independent that just did it on their own. I'm not sure. Oh, right here. No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. I don't know. Let's go on to the next story while we're kind of figuring that <laughs> I just out. like to say. You know, <laughs> so, I, you know, you know, I enjoy this song, and this is another one. This is another good one that's just, you know, you just let it play for a little bit. Blue eyes, nose, chasing my well, another, another crazy Fox Trumper kind of news. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, he signed a bill just to let people carry guns all willy-nilly, just wherever you want. You can just, you can just carry a gun now, willy-nilly. Nobody cares. <laughs> No license, no class, no paperwork, and it can be concealed too. You can have, the, so it's permitless concealed carry. That's just crazy. I have no idea why they would. Why we might have that here too. I don't know, but it just it sounds crazy on paper reading it. You know what I mean? I don't understand why there, people are so willing to scrap like all the training and permits that go into buying a gun. When driving a car, you have to go to. So many classes and, and go go to DMV and pass the test because they consider it a dangerous vehicle. And for guns, it's just like here you need a gun here. Here you, go. you go, carry it everywhere. No no classes whatsoever. No safety training. And not to no, bring up any proper... kind of racist kind of thing or anything like that, but you know if more black guys start shooting up subways, and I'm not saying that's a good thing, but if stuff like that starts to happen more often, 
gun rules might change a little bit, you know, to, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, because it's usually the white people shooting up schools and stuff. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be white guy or Middle Eastern guy. And then they showed that black guy. I was like, oh, well, that was not what I was expecting. Not what I was expecting. Damn. But that was just a little off topic there. You don't have to comment on that if you don't want to. That was just me. No, I think that's something I've said before. And I think a lot of people have said the same thing that it's, it's mostly, you know, white people that do are more active for gun rights. But yeah, that may be the case if people felt that, you know, that more people of color were carrying guns, they may start putting some restrictions in there because now they're not only are they scared of us now and now we have guns, too. So, I mean, that may be something, but that's that, that could be that's the people that just did the study on the CNN should do a study on that. Mm-hmm. And, we'll, well, and we'll get our answer as I read a little bit more into this article. This basically takes away the eight-hour training class that people would have to normally do. So the little eight-hour training class that you could make someone do just to own a gun a little bit safer, now they don't have to do. That's kind of basically what this law did. So it says, they point to how the measure measure also discards the mandate requiring concealed carry permit holders to attend eight hours of training, which includes shooting practice. So that's like just out the window now. Yeah, my, my thing is like... It says people get to carry back gun without any background check, without any training. It definitely makes Ohio less safe, says Michael DeWine, the director of Governor Affairs, the Eternal Order of Police. I, I just don't understand why with, you know, just, like, just kids getting their hands on guns and, oh, yeah. and, and criminals getting their hands on guns. Why would you not want to make things more safer in your community, especially with... You know, everything that happened with Columbine and all the other oh, yeah. school shootings that took place after that, what you should be requiring is more training. I mean, there's nothing wrong with owning a firearm, but what's so wrong with requiring people to get training to, you know, use your firearm properly? Just a little you know, bit of training. Ba- doing the background checks. Just like when you go to DMV, if you have a DUI, they're not going to give you a driver's license without some conditions. And, and, and or should they're not going to put a breathalyzer in the car. And should people be able to hide a gun, you know, like, and go into places? Like, because a lot of places say no guns. How are you going to know if somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like. I guess I guess a criminal is gonna hide it, whether they're gonna hide it or not. I don't know. It's I just mean, like, and, but then who? It, it makes you kind of be like, who's the criminal? I think kind of. And huh? I think it puts you in a position to like, oh, if you don't agree with it, oh, you're now you're anti-gun, right? You're, you're the bad one. Rights. And it's not that. If you feel free, I mean, there's plenty of places. If I lived in Nevada and and you know the desert or the mountains, I would probably own a gun too for you know protection. Mm-hmm. But. Is it wrong to require people to get training for that gun? No. I I would honestly that'd be something I would actually ask for. Is like, well, is there training for you know how to use the gun? Is there training for you know where I should where am I able to take this gun? And you know all those kind of things that people just don't know unless you grew up in that type of lifestyle. I mean, I get it. I don't know. It's it's one well, of those, like one of those things that. It's, it's it's just dumb. You know what? This one this just boggles the mind, right? Yeah. What was that commercial it was earlier? It's like when the human brain becomes discombobulated. <laughs> how does it become back combobulated? <laughs> well, my brain was a little discombobulated a second ago because I'm like reading this quote that I just read to you, right? Mm-hmm. From the uh, Fraternal Order of Police of Ohio, and the name is Michael Weinman. But so as, as I read that, I'm like I'm confused for a second. That's why I was like struggling because the governor's name is Mike DeWine. I, I was wondering, is like why is his staff saying? <laughs> Thank you. I know. I, 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 I was like, I was like, wait, is this right? Yeah, Michael Weinman, the director of government affairs for the Fraternal Order of Police of Ohio, 
and then Mike Weinman, two different people here. Sorry about that, my bad. Bad newscaster. That's why you pre-read people, but it's just not as fun if you pre-read. Um, something else that it's not as not as fun at all is this coming up. So speaking of guns and, you know, thinking thinking we need guns in our country to protect ourselves all the time. Um, in Saudi Arabia, they just executed 81 people in the largest mass execution ever. Um, so, yeah, it's not, it's bad other places. It's, it's not the best here, but it's definitely, definitely worse other places. Um, but, so you know. So apparently those 81 people that were, were convicted of crimes ranging from killing to belonging to militant groups. Mm. And it, but it is the largest known mass execution carried out by Do they shoot them? in the kingdom in modern history. I'm assuming if you're saying executed, I think they shoot them. Like, yeah, mm. like Mm-mm-mm-mm. military shooting squad or something like that. Well, good thing we're not there, but you never know, people. So keep that head on a swivel. You never know what could possibly happen. The world is a crazy place. Headshot. All right, uh, let's get in some North Carolina silly South news, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. folks y'all better uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh be prepared to not be amazed y'all be cool stay classy i love everywhere in the world but north carolina y'all got a special special spot in my heart y'all crazy i'll fit right in here love y'all if i didn't live here i'd move wouldn't you the way people talk around here, I guess it'd be what more like you call hillbilly style or something, I guess. I don't know, just mountain talk. Mountain, mountain talk. All right, so um, speaking of people getting executed and getting shot in South Carolina, they're about to execute a death row inmate by firing squad, Jesse. So, you know, where's, or, that, where's that sound effect I needed again? Or electric chair. Yeah, but who's going to pick the electric chair? <laughs> So, I mean, South Carolina to execute death row inmate by firing squad or electric chair. Um, this, I guess, is the first time it's been done since 1999? No, so what is this? No, that's not Saudi Arabia? Let's see. Yeah, I mean, we're about to be like Saudi Arabia. South Carolina, Saudi Arabia. Crazy places, as I'm saying, you know. Um, yeah, South Carolina, they're about to execute this guy, Richard, for a murder back in 1999. I mean, at this point, just let the dude live, right? Like, what difference does it make? I like, I'm ge- <laughs> I like how I'm getting an ad for a 20-day workout challenge in between reading about an execution. <laughs> just weird. Yeah, I've always, I've always thought, isn't it more of, of a prison sentence to have to live your... Because he's 50, they're saying he's 57, having to live your whole entire existence in a cell in a prison that sounds more like punishment to me than you know just killing somebody i agree that's that's the easier way out i would assume Hmm. these people say the electric chair and firing squad are barbaric methods of execution that virtually all americans want to leave behind this is what his lawyers are actually saying um, and how, who shoots them? I heard it's just like some volunteers that randomly work at the at the prison or something like that. I have no idea. Because and they give like there's maybe five of them, and two of them have a bullet or something, and the other ones don't. Let's see. Under the guidelines, a hooded prisoner will be strapped in a metal chair and given the opportunity to get a final statement before a target is placed over their heart. Three volunteers, so three, three volunteers. 
Shoot. Yeah, three. All prison workers will fire at the heart from a rectangular from, and opening 15, 15 feet, feet away, away. When they make the shot. Goodness. Headshot. Mm-mm. That just does sound weird, right? Yeah, it seems a little barbaric. Mm-mm. Well, I know the crimes are it's, the crimes are gross. But let's I mean, move on to some a little more fun, man. It's a little more fun. Let's laven it, it up. Let's laven it up with the teacher. Good old teachers. Good old teachers, you know. My mom, my mom is a teacher. My mom is still a teacher, you know. Retired teacher. Your mom was a teacher, right? No, she was a school secretary. School secretary in a school, yeah. But he, she, your mom, your mom gets all the gossip, probably, because she was a secretary, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there um was there ever anybody that was you know caught doing ecstasy while teaching a class? No, definitely not. Well, right here in Florida, good old state of Florida, oh, Florida, 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 it is Florida. Or North Carolina, Florida, or North Carolina, Carolina, or South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, like Kentucky, like maybe stuff in Kentucky is just so backwoods. It like it's not it's not funny, <laughs> like fucking like incest and shit. <laughs> the people in Kentucky be mad now. All right, well, this teacher is arrested for being high on ecstasy in the classroom. Um, this according to the Marion County Sheriff's Department. Uh, let's see. What, what class was she teaching? She's a first grade teacher. Oh, too. elementary school. She was exhibiting concerning behaviors on, on, on Tuesday. The Marion and County concerns- Sheriff's Office tested the powder, which tested positive for MDMA. Get it, girl. Oh, come on. You're with kids. <laughs> Adams was placed under arrest. She was also found to be in possession of Suboxone? That's like a sedative, I think. Suboxone? I'm pretty sure it's like some kind of like sedative or something. Well, she's just a party animal. Dude, call in sick. Go down to Miami, girl. You went partying and you're on ecstasy. Call in sick. Save your career. Do it for the kids. Oh, yeah. Do it for the kids. (laughs) Well, uh, in other North Carolina Silly South news, um, this this, uh, Congressman uh, Madison Hawthorne, Cawthorne, whatever the hell his name is. It's Cawthorne, right? Madison, yeah. Madison Cawthorn. Cawthorn. I feel so alive. So alive. I feel so alive. Well, he says that uh, all of D.C. is feeling so alive because they all high on cocaine, Jesse. No, he, so he's saying that D.C. is orgy-filled, cocaine-fueled house, house of, of cards. cards. Sounds fun. And I'm not going to lie, when I lived in D.C., I heard some interesting stories from... People that had lower level jobs and but 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 heard but got to hear things, but I didn't hear anything about like stuff like this, you know. I mean, well, Cawthorn, age 26, Republican from North Carolina, uh, during an interview where the, whether the former he was asked whether the chronicles of the House of Cards reflected what goes on in Congress in DC, and he just kind of went on with his whole thing about the sexual perversion and um. Like young, he being a young guy, these like guys over their sixties or seventies were kind of like trying to get him to come to basically swingers parties and do drugs. It's kind of what he was saying, right? Yeah, he was saying that he was asked by some of his colleagues to come to their house for an orgy. He's so like, these are his words. <laughs> yeah, and and then all of a sudden you get invited, and this is the quote: "We're gonna have a sexual get together at one of our homes. You should come." And then, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's, even, he's even saying that he's also claimed to have seen people he described as leading national anti-addiction efforts snore co- cocaine. Mm, who hasn't? And one of my best friends. All from, bump cocaine right in front of you. One of my best friends from college who works in the judicial system now. 
I've I've seen her do like lines off the back of toilets, you know, and bars in college. So everybody has a past, and people a lot of people do things behind closed doors, especially when they're younger or think they're not going to be seen. But we'll start naming some names, guy. Let's see it. Maybe he's just I mean, jealous because he's, he's not really invited because he's in the wheelchair. I mean, he's not the most credible person to to get information. I think from. he's just. I think and he's like mad that he's like getting dissed on. Is what I think it is. I think he thought he would be this like. He's also the person that uh, hero, voters, but he's made fun of all the time. Voters in North Carolina have sued to keep him off the. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like they don't even of like his him. Comments he made supporting. U.S. Capitol rioters on January 6th. All this kind of stuff was funnier when Trump was around, and, like, it's just not as funny anymore, you know? Well, I have a little clip. I haven't watched it yet, and it's two minutes, so let's see what it is. If it's boring, we'll turn it off. Orgies and cocaine. Those claims there are drawing a lot of disbelief after North Carolina congressman made them. Good evening, everyone. I'm Rod Carter. I'm Angela Taylor. Madison Cawthorn's comments have drawn criticism from his own party before. CBS 17's Russ Bowen joins us, and Russ... Who uh, was he referring to? Well, his colleagues in Congress. He didn't name names, but even so, it's enough to draw ire from the people who work alongside him. Push to it. Implicate your colleagues in orgies and not just cocaine, but key bumps of cocaine, a phrase that, frankly, I had to Google uh, oh, before please. I even yeah, right. knew what it meant. So this was the guy's a, a liar. What political scientist Chris Cooper, who lives in Madison Cawthorn's congressional district, is referring to is a podcast and video where Cawthorn was asked whether the Netflix show House of Cards is closer to a documentary. Cawthorn went on to claim he'd been invited by fellow lawmakers to orgies and watched them use cocaine. Both North Carolina Senators Tom Tillis and Richard Burr have criticized the comments, as have other Republican lawmakers who typically remain silent, like Arkansas Congressman Steve Womack. I think it goes without saying that no one thinks this was a good thing to say. Today, I can't even believe that Madison Cawthorn would think this is a good thing to say. Um, it sounds like he got dressed down by, uh, by McCarthy and... Uh, you know, I rarely say this, but in this case, I think it was well-deserved. That dress down comes less than a week after Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy responded. All right, well, that's interesting, right? I mean, so it is. Like, that's basically what it was. Interesting. So, like, this guy was beloved, and now he's... I don't think he was beloved. No, I think he. they were trying to at one point. They really were. Well, I really think they were trying to use him because of the wheelchair, and he's a good-looking guy, and... You know, I think I really think they were trying to use him as and thought he would be a key player, but he just he's turned into a disaster. Hmm. Interesting. Well, want to get into LGBTQ plus news? Let's go. All right, let's see. What do we have today? This is an interesting one, and I think it's also out of North Carolina. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. LGBTQ plus news <laughs> making headlines. Stand clear. There will be glitter. Like feminine? Or are you more like masculine? feminine? I can already tell when you open your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with disgust. No matter what you preach or say. No matter what you preach or say. There's no fighting DNA. Brothers and sisters. Well, Jesse. Prayer is gay. Gay dogs, I guess, exist. In these trying times. 
these uh these owners in North Carolina, they turned in their dog to the shelter because they said it was gay. Oh, <laughs> the so-called gay dog that was given up by the owners, perceived homosexuality behavior, now has a new home. And the pad is very LGBTQ friendly. And his new name... What is it? It doesn't say. It doesn't say what it is, actually. I was actually. looking for that, too. I don't see the name. Oh, I see it. It's Fizco. F- Fez- Fezco. F-E-Z-C-O. F-E-Z-C-O. Fezco? It's kind of a funny story. So North Carolina Steve Nichols tells TMZ him and his longtime partner, John, adopted Fizco Tuesday after hearing a story about him being abandoned by his human parents, all because they caught him humping another male pooch. <laughs> It's like the um, Pretty in Pink. Not Pretty in Pink. Shit. Legally Blonde, where her dog's like, the, the, the dog's gay, and the, the other lawyer has a big dog, and the chihuahua and the dog are gay, and they're humping each other at DuPont Circle in D.C. It's hilarious. Find it. Watch, watch so, it. Watch so it they've tonight. said, now uh, you're living in a hump-free, judgment-free zone. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love that this made it in the news. This is great. Uh, it's probably the best because... Nichols tells us his new pet was apparently not well taken care of by his previous homeowners, saying the dog wasn't neutered and had heartworms, which he's taking care of now by sending Oscar straight to the vet where he'll be for a bit and then back home to hang out with his new friend Harry, the Terrier Chihuahua mix. So Fizz, Oscar, the Chihuahua, they're all going to be hanging out, having a gay old time, Mr. Jesse. (laughs) All right, what else have we got going on? Oh, Billy Ray Cyrus, Jesse. They're getting divorced. You, did you, have you heard this? Yeah, I heard about that. What the hell? I heard that they've already tried this, like, a few times. That, like, every couple years, they get they, they attempt to file for divorce, but they never actually go through with it. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's true or not. but Yeah, I've heard that they were on the brink of divorce a few times. Mr. Aki, I remember doing the Aki Breaky Heart line dance. It was part of, like, our gym class, and... That's what you do in North Carolina for gym. You do this weird, this weird ass, weird ass achy breaky heart line dance and contemplate committing suicide. Well, Tish might be ready to burn the clothes after 28 years. She has filed divorce in Wilmington County, Tennessee last Wednesday, citing irreconcilable differences. According to documents obtained by People Magazine, um, the couple first got married in 1993 and eventually welcomed three children. You know Miley, and they're like a Noah. Yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, Yeah, there's a couple in there. And um, the Achy Breaky Heart singer, this was his biggest hit, right? I believe so, yeah. He's 60, and I guess she's 54. That was his biggest hit until he was uh, featured on... Oh, yeah, you're right. Old Time Road. Old Time Road. Yeah, with... uh... That's so much better. (laughs) Oh, yeah, here it is. In 2013, she filed for divorce also, um, but they got back together after couples therapy. Interesting. Well, you know, Britney Spears is having a baby. Billy Ray Cyrus is getting divorced. Who knows what could happen? Um, What else we got coming up? Oh, yeah. Also, we have a little LGBTQ plus additional news. The Disney heir is coming out as transgender. I think you told me this, right? I did, yeah. Um... So, what's her name? Coralina now? No, Charlina? Charlie. Charlie. So, Charlie, yeah, Charlie Cora, Cora. Who's a high school teacher. High school um, science teacher. Yeah. Regrets not having done more to advocate for Florida's bill limiting LGBTQ classroom discussion. 
and Charlie Corey is a member of the Disney family, came out publicly as transgender and condemned the anti-LGBTQ bill in recent interviews. So Disney has, has really stepped up and they've also donated $250,000 in donations to the Human Rights Campaign and the nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy group. Um, so so this she is, this is cool. Roy P. Disney's stepdaughter and the grandson of Roy O. Disney, a co-founder of the Walt Disney Company. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that is amazing. Good job, Disney. I knew Disney would get it right, people. I mean, Please. I think, I think Disney is not going to have bad publicity. They're just not going to. Not. I think it was it was about time that... Um, yeah, I think when you kind of realize stuff like that, somebody knows somebody is a family member or a close friend oh, yeah. that is a part of the community. Um, and I'm glad that they have a member in their family that is starting to advocate on behalf of, of the community because it's it's not fair to the kids that are literally coming out of the closet and having to go through all this hatred because you know how it is in the classroom. It's not mm-hmm. just it's not just that these laws are passed. They're getting picked on by the kids too now because of that. It gives everybody a free reign to, to be homophobic and that's not cool. You ever notice how you see cores, like cores light at a lot of gay things, like a lot of events and stuff? Mm-hmm. Their son, the heir of Coors Light, is gay. I've met him before. Okay. So, like, they used to be not at all gay-friendly, like, you know, anti. And then it, then every I started seeing them and stuff, and then I was in um, Denver for something, and we ended up at this house party, and it was his house party. Oh, really? <laughs> and then somebody was like, oh, yeah, that's that's him. That's And I was like, oh, that's why. That kind of clicked, because I noticed over the past years, maybe like 10 years, like, oh, why is Coors always at all the gay shit? <laughs> All right, well, uh, someone else that has some some gay shit going on is um, Juicy Smollett. Have you heard Juicy's Juicy's new song? Um, he's trying to start like a like an album or something. Have you heard the song? I have not. Uh, let me see if I can find it. It's like this guy talks about it, and he was kind of stupid. So let me see if I can find it. Um, but this is Juicy Smollett, um, his diss song to CNN. His that diss songed everybody because you know Juicy Smollett. He was sentenced to, what, like three weeks or three months, and he only ended up doing like a couple days, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. Something like that. Jesse Smelt was released from jail Wednesday. This was like a week or two ago now, right? Mm-hmm. When was this? The 16th. So Wednesday the 16th, he, he got out, and he did some like craziness in the courtroom, but um, let's just play the song. It's probably, it's probably explain it. He just spills his beans. Situation. Yes, sir, I do think you're stupid enough to get reputation because you did it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that I think you're dumb enough. I don't know you as a person. I can't say, hey, you know what? I've known him for many years, and you know what I think about this guy? He has the propensity to just be ridiculous like this. I don't know this guy from a can of paint, from Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve, or nothing like that, right? <laughs> so weird. All I know is what I know based upon That's what I saw. So one-on-one, I want to thank y'all. I know I still got you. It's for the people who kept it real, kept it true. Yeah. Uh-huh. They phrase that cuz the narrative they play, I really understand the reason why y'all felt betrayed. Overstand. Okay. How corny. Understand. Lame, right, Mr. Jesse? Very lame. I'm glad we saved this for the end. <laughs> I thought it was going to be funnier than that, at least. That was lame as shit. He couldn't even find somebody to put some together, like a better... Like he worked on a music show. You would think it'd be better than that. Mm. Well, someone else... Someone else that's in a little bit of trouble is uh, Todrick Hall, Mr. Jesse. Oh, no, not Todrick. Right. Have you heard this story about this? I, I just flipped through that, yeah. So 
so Todrick Hall, if you don't know, he is a gay entertainer that started out doing kind of flash mobs and now is fairly famous in the gay world. I'd say he is a celebrity, would you say? He's like a D-list celebrity? Maybe like a B-list celebrity in the gay world? Yeah, in the, in the gay world. Um, like this video, this music video has Lance Bass in it. He's at Lance Bass doing a music video for him. I guess he was on Big Brother, too. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I didn't know that. It says, uh, the celebrity Big Brother and RuPaul's Drag Race personality, he reportedly owes two months' worth of rent in a Los Angeles area home, probably in West Hollywood, totaling around $60,000, Mr. Jesse. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money on rent. I know rent's expensive there, but why don't you just buy a house in, like, Malibu or something? Maybe, you know, you think he could buy a house, right? I could have swore I saw on his Instagram that he bought a house. Wonder, maybe it's just like a studio or something. I'm not sure. $30,000 a month is a lot of money, though. Well, pay your bills, Mr. Todrick, because I do enjoy you. I enjoy what you put out there. This is great. I love this. All right, well, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back with some local Las Vegas news on the Dr. Rever Project. All right, Mr. Jesse, let's get into some local Las Vegas news. Let's go. With Lookout Las Vegas, right here on the Dr. Ever Project. 21, winner. Come on, baby. Well, look out, Las Vegas, because they are ladybugs coming. Resorts World has unleashed 100,000 ladybugs to be their pest management. I guess that's a green way of doing it, right, Mr. Jesse? It is, it is. It's a more effective way of doing it instead of using all those pesticides. Mm -hmm. Nobody needs those pesticides. And speaking of pesticides, students in Las Vegas, they'll be doing some non-pesticide gardening. And they're gardening and taking their produce to farmer's markets near you. Um, these are farmer's markets that are headed up in celebration of Earth Day. And according to a news release, Green Our Planet will host the nation's largest student farm's market at downtown Summerlin on Earth Day, Friday, April 22nd. The event will run 9.30 a.m. to 1 p.m., so get there and get your veggies. That sounds like a fun time, Mr. Jesse. <laughs> there we go. And, and more veggie news. We have a veggie bucket, bucket truck. Pop-up market returns to Las Vegas, offer inexpensive fruits and veggies. It's like an ice cream truck for veggies. That's, that's so cool. 
Very unique. Um, conventions, they are back. I was just at one of my friend Ken yesterday. We were making that awesome um, ice cream with the liquid nitrogen and you put liquor in it. So we made like chocolate ice cream with bourbon. Um, and, you know, there was like, a convention going on. People walking around with stilts. It was like a recycling metal convention, but whatever. Who cares? Bring it back, people. Bringing back that money. And in Vegas, phones are ringing off the hook. They can't book these places fast enough, and we are loving it. We need it. Bring it back so we don't have to pay those taxes, right? Exactly. And it's really good because most uh, people are reporting now that they're full-time working now as opposed to just part-time when the conventions weren't at their peak. Hmm. It is rough. It was real rough out there, but it's getting back to almost normal. Yeah, and, and more Vegas news. A's, the Oakland A's, and you guys may know, the Oakland Raiders are here in Vegas, are looking at potential Las Vegas ballpark sites, and they could release their potential site in, in May. So Damn. we may have the Oakland Raiders in Vegas and uh, potentially the Oakland A's. That's what brings a city up. Like I'm, When I was living in D.C. is when they built the National Stadium. I was there for like two years after it had been built. That really brings up an area. It just completely revitalized that whole green-yellow line over there. It was really needed. It was great. Yeah, um, so the Oakland A's uh, preferred Las Vegas site for a potential one billion dollars oh dome stadium could be announced in dome four, stadium six weeks yeah so oh, wow they can play games in the summer oh shit we need that yeah and with with all this money coming in the city hopefully that will bring some more tax revenue so we can give these teachers a raise because um there's a story right now uh local las vegas fox 5 talking about a teacher that was homeless here because of how bad the rents are she could not afford to even get a rent um, to rent an apartment. Isn't that crazy? You could have a Sad. full-time teacher job and you're still struggling um, due to like all those applications you have to put in. $50 here, $50 there, $100 on this. Um, she says, every teacher I know has multiple jobs. Even ones that are married also work other jobs. And it's still just not enough without a husband or partner. I can't survive in this city, said Jolene Fletcher, a single mom who works at a school in Las Vegas. She asked Fox 5 not to identify the school Though Fox 5 can disclose, can disclose she is not with CCSD. Um, Clark County teachers leads say that the Las Vegas Valley is short tens of thousands of affordable rental units. But in the meantime, Nevadans are struggling to afford in these skyrocketing rent increasing markets. God, yeah, it so, is crazy out there. Yeah, so just some, like an update on that just, just today in, in breaking news that... Uh, the governor, as well as, you know, Congressman Horsford, Congressman Breaking Lee and Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. <laughs> yeah, so just today, the governor and, you know, Representative Horsford, Lee, and Titus have all, you know, at the opening of a site where they've dedicated, you know, $500 million in oh, the nice. Home Means Nevada project for more affordable housing within the state. And it's the most money that has ever gone towards more affordable housing and you know they've they've they understand that there's a shortage in housing, affordable housing that is, mm -hmm. and they're they're working towards it. And you know this project hopefully will help some people get in their homes or um, get back get back on their feet. So you know I mean they're doing stuff here in Nevada, which is which is really good because you know when there's an issue, sometimes it takes years before they start working on it. They're pretty quick about it here in Nevada, so that's they I, are. I recommend I, our leaders. Stuff for gets that. done quick here. I mean, we live in a brand new community that just basically got popped out of the desert, and it's now a beautiful neighborhood. I'm partnering up with some people recently that are running kind of a fight ring and trying to set up like a, a fight hall that has like tech 
kind of exhibits going throughout it and tying in with like crypto and different entertainment things. Like they're just trying to bring all kinds of stuff to Vegas and everybody wants to revitalize something because there's so many areas you walk around and it it's these billion dollar casinos and then in between them or one row back is just dilapidated apartment buildings or shopping centers that 75% of them are abandoned. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's definitely some money to be made here, but inevitably some people are always going to be pushed out. And that's always what you have to figure out the best balance of how to keep people where they are, but also elevate your current situation you know, yeah, but you don't want to alienate the people that have been here forever. And it, it's so like these teachers that can't yeah, afford it. it. It's so important to understand that, yeah, there's people coming from other states that have more resources and they're, you know, the prices are going up. But we have to take care of the people that have been here um, their whole lives. And so using that $500 million to go towards building affordable housing units uh, like senior housing complexes in the southwest valley. Well, so it's, nice. it's, it's really amazing news. and. Home is Nevada, so love that. Home is Nevada. Look out, Las Vegas. Things are a-changing. And um, Henderson is welcoming a family from Ukraine. Um, This family has fled the Ukraine-Russian war. The family of four includes two children, nine and four, who left the Ukrainian capital and now are calling Henderson home. Um, Their quote was, they are killing people for no reason. They are destroying our homes. Um, This family is so happy to be here. Um, they're, they're just so happy to find a, a place where someone would open their home to them and then they could eventually make their own way and find their own path to becoming Americans, you know, Ukrainian Americans, whatever, because that's what so many countries are going to have to do. So many states in our country are going to have to figure out ways to be able to accept these people and give, give them a helping hand up. Um, yeah, and, and in more Henderson news, White Castle... White Castle. Your mom loves White Castle. She loves White Castle. It's opening up a new location in Henderson as well. So Henderson making big news. Henderson residents will soon have a nearby location to satisfy all their White Castle cravings. Get it. uh, According to a Facebook post from White Castle, Las Vegas, construction is underway at an eatery in Henderson, Nevada. Get down there. Get down there south and get you some White Castle. And if you're looking for a job, maybe at White Castle... The Nevada minimum wage is raising again this summer. I'm not sure what it's going to be raised to, but it goes into effect on July 1st. It's probably going to be like a 75 cent, looks like. So the state passed in 2019 increases in the hourly minimum wage in increments of 75 cents every year throughout 2024. Okay. So what is it now? So Nevada has two-tier minimum wage system by qualifying for health benefits for employees who are offered Qualifying health benefits, their minimum wage will be nine fifty per hour starting in July. For those not offered benefits, the wage will be ten fifty per hour. God, that's just so low, right? It's like I mean, especially when you when you think of the cost of renting here. The now. lowest job I ever I'm sixteen my job when I was sixteen years old, I got twelve dollars an hour. I was working like part time as a high school kid, but I mean, I couldn't imagine making ten fifty. I just don't. I just would be crazy. I mean, how many beers could you buy on two dollar beer night, Jesse? <laughs> you may not want to buy beers if that's all you're making. <laughs> well, the um, the aviators are back at it again, and they're hosting two dollar beer night at Las Vegas Park, Jesse. We got to check this out. Let's go. Ten fifty. Okay, so you could get five beers and tip fifty cent. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, if you if you yeah. were spending ten fifty an hour though yeah. on beer, you'd be sw- you'd be swasted. Yeah, I know. So you'd the last thing is ballpark on Thursday announced that it will again feature two dollar beer night on Thursdays during the Aviators' upcoming season. As part of the offering, the ballpark says fans can purchase two dollar beers on the plaza. So there might be a, a certain area. Uh, cans on the plaza serve from 6 p.m. It's gonna be like in 8 p.m. a two foot Thursday. area right beside a bathroom yeah, where people are taking a shit the so whole time. Long, I don't know. <sighs> Beer night Thursdays are not only a special event planned for the season. They say. Well, we'll see. Well, in other fun news, a boutique hotel is opening up. That's gonna be cannabis friendly. That sounds good, right? I like some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about that earlier. The venue. I was at, there was some discussion about it could, if there could be hookah allowed or if any, you know, smoking was allowed and things like that. And I was like, I don't know. We should find out. But um, this operator, oh, my phone just went crazy on my story. This uh, boutique hotel is going to be near the strip. It looks like the owner is out of Phoenix. Is that what it is? Yeah. So it's going to be 64 rooms off Sahara Avenue. And, oh, God, they bought it for $11 million. Uh, it was a sale by the Seagull Group, sold it. So I guess you guys used to had it before. Mm-hmm. I wonder which one this is. I wonder if we've seen this building. Yes, yeah, Artisan Hotel Boutique. I wonder um, if we've actually seen what it looks like. I'm sure we've been by we it might before. have, yeah. Well, the, uh, the theme is, uh, oh no, it's going to be called the Claridon. Claridon. C-L-A-R-E-N-D-O-N. Clarendon? The Clarendon. There's an area of D.C. called Clarendon. Yeah. Well, but uh, pro going, hospitality speaking group. Speaking about going up in smoke, though, <laughs> Vanilla Ice, whose, oh career, my God, Vanilla whose, Ice. whose career once up went up in smoke, is now making a return for the I Love the 90s tour. I told you, I want to see it. Joke, I want to go. Ranch Park. I want to so, go. That's right down the street. Color Me Bad, Rob Bass, Young, M- Young MC. I don't but, know who that is. But <laughs> according to uh, the ticket uh, website, General Mission starts at $43. That's not terrible. For vanilla ice? Well, including, not fees. including fees. Yeah, so that'll be like. Reserve tickets are $73, not including additional fees. Let's just see if it's we can. getting could... a little pricey, Mr. Ice. Let's see if we can do an event down there. We'll do like a, we'll do a remote from the concert and see if we can get some free tickets. Uh, you better <laughs> lower those prices. It sounded. What was that $20 show you were just telling me about? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> oh, and some other news. These Ukrainian. Um, animals are being rescued by brave ex-military from all over, it looks like, I guess. Um, have you seen these stories, Jesse? I have. I oh, think... it's so cute and so sad at the same time. Yeah, I haven't told you. I, I have a friend um, that was in high school with me that is in Poland who owns a veterinary clinic herself. Um, she's in Poland to help take care of animals. Mm. You know that are that are leaving Ukraine, who might not have food, water, you know, supplies, a leash. You know, people left hastily in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. So there's so many things that we forget that are like I was saying, like need help too. These are people that need. They want deodorant. You know, they want toothpaste. They want normal things that they use normal normally every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's other. It's different than just food and water. Let's click this. See what it says. I'm interested in these guys a thousand miles a day some days to go and get these animals. The only group like it on the front lines in Ukraine rescuing animals from a war zone. We're reuniting people with animals that have lost their husbands, lost their children, lost their house, uh, houses, lost their country, lost their, their job. They've got nothing left apart from the hope of this dog that they love. Tom is with the organization Breaking the Chains, talking with us from about an hour south of Kiev in a stranger's home kind enough to let him shower for the first time in a week. Hmm. 
He and his team, all former British military who saw combat coming to Ukraine when the bombing began. Oh, the kitty. Tuesday, they saved 120 animals from a shelter that was hit with airstrikes twice. Mm. It's a mile from the red zone. We also had 23 IDF strikes um, during the time we was loading up the animals and resupplying them in and around the location of the shelter. Um, so, yeah, so that was uh, that, that was interesting. They're working with shelters across Europe to get animals safely across the border and reuniting any pets with refugee families. It could be a year, could be two years, could be two weeks. We, we don't know. But basically when it ends and, and we've helped rebuild. And now they're assisting with a struggling children's hospital. We won't just ignore people because we're here to help animals. We'll, we'll help who we can. The kids are too sick and can't flee. He says supplies are dwindling, mm. some gone. No medication to treat children with seizures brought on by anxiety from airstrikes. No matter what happens, if if it gets to a point where they can't move and they're surrounded, me and the team will be in there with them to make sure that they're all right. We won't leave them. Well, that is amazing that there are people willing to go over and do that and help out other people, even the furry friends among us. Right, Mr. Jesse? Yes. Yes, yes. I think I did hear Mr. Odie barking a second ago, but he must have chilled out. He's probably ready for his evening walk. <laughs> well, another animal kind of death news this is an odd transition but gilbert godfrey died i love gilbert godfrey oh no and he played one of my favorite voices of iago on aladdin <laughs> suck a dick <laughs> but i wouldn't judge her too harshly i mean uh, oh, i thought that was his words from aladdin i was about to say Get drunk and fucking kill yourself. <laughs> oh, it's like a spoof. They did like a spoof. Oh, okay. <laughs> we came to this future. Have you ever heard the um there's like a, a whole nude world instead yeah, of like <laughs> it's funny how they hate something like that. But Gilbert Godfrey, dead at age 67, I think most remembered for Aladdin, Beverly Hills Cop. Um did he have what was it what was he sick with? Did he have a disease? I think he had cancer. He had cancer? Such an iconic voice, such a such a unique life, you know what I mean? Just so interesting. I guess he was from Brooklyn, he was there, grew up there his whole life. I guess his big break probably was Aladdin in 1992. Amazing. Well, R.I.P. R.I.P. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. <laughs> Suck a dick! <laughs> but I wouldn't judge her too harshly. I mean, uh, a lot of women have sex with their dogs. Get drunk and all right, let's move on. Uh, I know you saw something about uh, Stacey Abrams being in the new Star Trek TV show. And I told you, I was like, oh, wait, I already watched it. It was so good, Jesse. She did such a good job. Um, I didn't even know she was going to be on it because, you know, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg's in the new Picard. 
uh, series. So I was like, oh, excited to see Whoopi come out, which is amazing. She did an amazing job. And then I'm just watching this other show, and it's a very it's a season finale, and there's Stacey Abrams is coming out. Um, I'm gonna play the clip for you right now, so you can just uh, see it for yourself and enjoy and today, it. It's pretty good. Let me start from the beginning. We, we came to this future to find the Federation in pieces. Quadrants and sectors, planets and families, divided. So much uncertainty and disconnection. But the burn and the DMA have shown us that we are all connected. And we can overcome any challenge, so long as we do it together. The Federation is continuing to help impacted worlds recover. Many have since joined us. Their perspectives are helping us all see more clearly. Navarre is back. Teller Prime never left. And Doria is now in talks, and today we greet the president of United Earth. And there she is, Stacey Abrams is the president of United Earth in the future. Pretty cool, right? That's cool. She looks good too, doesn't she? Mm -hmm. Madam President, welcome. I am so pleased that you've come. We are eager to begin diplomatic discussions. Nothing to discuss. United Earth is ready right now to rejoin the Federation. And nothing could make me happier than to say those words. <laughs> All right, Mr. Jesse, want to get him some food news and then we'll wrap it up for the day? Sounds good. Are you serious? Yes, sir. So, will you give me another copy? Could you? What about your exercises? So, you need another copy of those two? I've been so losing my diet, getting my diet back lately, up and down, wishy washing. <laughs> but, um, have you seen these new soda Joneses? You know, there's like Jones soda things that you see at, like specialty food stores? Uh huh. You ever seen those? I've not, I don't even know if I've ever had one. But Jones Soda Company, they're going to be coming out with a cannabis line, Jesse. <laughs> uh, the Soda Joe Company re revealed its new... Oh, my friend Nas is calling me. I wonder if, uh, I'll, I'll talk to her later. Um, Soda Joe Company revealed its new cannabis brand, Mary Jones Cannabis Company, on March 11th. The product line will offer a variety of drinks, syrups, and gummies. 16 total varieties. Down. Like it. And who else got some gummies, Mr. Jesse? Mike Tyson, celebrity boxer. Ear-shaped gummies. Uh, ear-shaped gummies. <laughs> with a bite out of the I love it. I mean, this is this is what I say, you know, like, just go with it. Go with it, you know. Go with the joke. Yeah, the Mike Tyson cannabis gummy brand ear-shaped weed gummies. Uh, Tyson 2.0 like, launched, I guess this company is called Tyson 2.0, launched Mike Bites. Nearly 25 years after the boxer infamously bit a chunk out of Evander Holyfield's ear during a championship fight. Jeez. I love it. And speaking about food and nuisances like Mike Tyson. Nuisance indeed. California city may declare Chick-fil-A a public nuisance. Do it. I agree. 
Yeah, so apparently California yes. City is considering declaring its local Chick-fil-A a drive-thru, a public nuisance, not because they dislike it, because they, but they seem to like it too much. The last several years, Santa chicken. Barbara says it has received several complaints about cars and drive-thru lines backed up by the nearby street, which has caused traffic problems, including collisions, cyclist safety issues, and the state has just had enough of it. So we'll see what they do with Chick-fil-A. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, Chick-fil-A, get that meat, get it, because, you know, you never know, you never know when you're never going to have chicken again, right, Jesse? It's like, it could be, we could have a, it could be like Russia, and they could just be like, nope, no more McDonald's, no more Chick-fil-A, no more Bojangles, none for you, sorry. Yeah, and if you think think you're staying home, it's going to save you money. Apparently, inflation is costing U.S. households nearly $300 more a month. Mm. Um, I I see it, I see it, but you got to be, you got to be picky about what you buy you can't just go buy everything you usually buy you know yeah and but here's what what they're also considering elizabeth warren who's a strong advocate including bernie sanders is still pushing for canceling fifty thousand dollars in student debt because they know that it would help americans whose only sin was to be born to family who didn't have too much money mm. and so if you're paying those student loan debts hopefully you're not because they're in forbearance right now um, this would help you kind of jumpstart your savings and you know save a little bit of money for a change. So hopefully this this goes through. I know a lot of people that have student loan debts would really really appreciate that. Oh, hell yeah! And while you're eating that chicken and trying to save the earth, you know, instead of eating that cow meat, you know, without methane, right? You know what cows do? They produce methane, right? What a world! Well, um, the CDC wants to monitor your poop, <laughs> and I think this is something to do with COVID. I think they want to be able to like monitor COVID levels in yes. the in the poop, right? Yes. But um, apparently some local municipalities are not on board with you know these random agencies dipping their hands in the poop water. Um, it says uh, California, Florida, Texas, and Pennsylvania only have clusters of collection sites up and running right now, but Minnesota and New Jersey could be underway. So if you live in those states. Your poop's being looked at, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, enough of that. You ready to wrap it up for the day, Mr. Jesse? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. And I'm going to let you take this whole story. So the last story we have is Jennifer Lopez. I'll take it. So Jennifer Lopez is apparently engaged again to Ben Affleck. Mm, here so we go again. Ben Affleck put a green, huge diamond on her finger. It was pretty. Again, and Jennifer had to say, you know, green's my lucky color. I'm going to say yes to the ring. Yeah, if I had $400 million in the bank, green would be my favorite color, too. Yeah, so it. the music superstar shared her engagement news on her JLo newsletter on Friday, complete with a video of the green stone set on a silver band. In the previous newsletter... Lopez went into detail about the color has special meaning to her. So the two are currently house shopping right now in Bel Air. Get it, girl. Looking at 52 to $75 million homes. So life is good for Jennifer Lopez. She's, t- she's still Jenny from the block. She is still Jenny buying the whole block. <laughs> I love it. Well, get it, Jennifer Lopez. I hope you're happy. Everybody deserves to be happy. Who cares how many chances you take to be happy? Whatever. I don't even... What my thing is... Why even get married? Just live in sin, have fun. Like, why you need to get married to Ben Affleck? You know, like, what was she married to him already? 
They were engaged. Engaged. So like, come on, like, you know, like she hasn't she been married like four times? She has. But yeah, how do I even know that? I'm, I'm I am ashamed of myself that I even know that. <laughs> All right, well, we're wrapping it up today. If you stuck it out for the full show, again, appreciate it so much. Follow us on all the things, and especially at DrWhoever.com. We got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all those things. Check them out. like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. All right, don't forget to follow us on Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, all those cool places, and check us out for that free live video on the Doctor Whoever Facebook page and always at DrWhoever.com. All right, see you guys. Bye. Peace out. Later, everybody. Okay. Bye-bye.